It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Now the saying goes that a hero is only as good as their weapon, and there is some degree of truth to that. While it is amazing that you're able to spout volumes on how the big evil TM of the land is going to rue the day that they crossed your path, that statement is a lot less imposing when you're wielding what amounts to a half-broken plastic fork that bends by looking at it too hard. Therefore, when it comes to video games, it's all about equipping our heroes with the best weapons for the job at every possible opportunity, and will sometimes go to great lengths to unlock and acquire devastating additions to the arsenal. This obviously means that some weapons don't even get to see the light of day, either because of their poor stats or joke status within the title. Yet maybe we should pay closer attention to these dull and rusted bits of scrap, as sometimes, just sometimes, their true potential is hidden to all but the most dedicated of fans. So for those willing to put in the graft, these weapons can become truly deadly and rightly feared. So let's take a look at them as I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are seven terrible video game weapons that became ultimate weapons. Number 7. The Wooden Sword, Ninja Gaiden on the Xbox. The legend of the wooden sword from Ninja Gaiden on the original Xbox is the stuff of a legend, a joke weapon in a video game built from the ground up to pretty much laugh at your failures. Not content with making the title harder than Sub-Zero's nipples, the devs gave players the option of wielding the pathetically puny wooden sword, which enemies will rightly bat away as they pummel you over and over. Aside from challenging yourself in an already supremely challenging game, what could the point of this weapon ever be? Well, it turns out that the wooden sword is actually the most powerful weapon in the game, just hiding in plain sight. In order to turn the wooden sword into the unlabored flawlessness, the player must upgrade this weapon to its max level. However, in order to get full power out of this weapon, they're also going to need to do something else, and that is, take some damage. For you see, the weapon only reaches ultimate status once you drop below 25% health, wherein it dishes out so much punishment, it can actually feel like the game is finally on a fair playing field. Still, it does kinda suck that you've gone through all of this effort and have to risk being one-shotted yourself to get the most out of this weapon. Still, for those willing to run the razor's edge, this is the sword for you. The only saving grace about this utter face cave of a grind is that at least you don't have to use the wooden sword while you're farming materials to upgrade it, allowing you to use any of the other, much better weapons in order to do battle. Although this point is somewhat diluted when you realise that you're still having to use these weapons without upgrades because all of your resources are going into the aforementioned weak source broom handle. It's not a 
fun ride. Number six, The Flail of Ages. Baldur's Gate 2. Ah, The Flail of Ages. Not just what parents call their kids dancing to today's latest ear bleeder, but also one of the most powerful weapons in one of the most powerful video games ever made, Baldur's Gate 2. However, as with anything in life, in order to get the most out of this flail, which apart from carrying the plus one status isn't all that much to write home about, you're going to need to work hard to unlock its true potential. All of which begins when you look to acquire the missing heads of the weapon thanks to a side quest you get early in the game. Heading to the ancestral home of the quest giver, you're tasked with clearing the estate as well as recovering the missing pieces, which will lead you on a grand tour of every room. But trust me, it is worth the trek as upon being attached to the main body, you'll now find that you have access to cold, acid and fire damage on top of a hefty stat boost. Yet we're only half done, as if you head into the game's Throne of Baal expansion, you'll find a smith who is able to attach two more heads, poison and electric, and turn the weapon into the Flail of Ages plus five. With every elemental damage possible in the game, you can bypass nearly every armor, exploit all weaknesses, and best of all, witness those beautiful animations sparkle, shimmer, and burn all at once. Number five, the model gun. Final Fantasy VII Dirge of Cerberus. So there are quite a lot of guns to play with in the rather offbeat and kind of bad but still good game known as Final Fantasy VII Dirge of Cerberus. And as such, it's quite hard to keep track of which firearms to carry into battle and which to file straight into the bloody garbage bin. Now on the surface, the model gun seems like the last thing that you want to use for the simple fact that, you guessed it, it is a model gun, meaning it's sporting the lowest base attack in the game, seeing as you're quite literally shooting pellets at high armoured enemies. However, deep within this gun is something truly special, as believe it or not, it is the ultimate weapon in disguise. In order to coax out its greatness, you'll need to modify this weapon. However, it's here that the game pulls another trick on you by at first conning you with the silver and gold gun upgrades, which are utterly pitiful and not cheap in the slightest. Therefore, many might have given up long before the game hits you with a whopping 200,000 gil price tag to upgrade the gold gun any further. This eye-watering amount is going to take hours upon hours of grinding in order to unlock, but trust me, it is worth it. Once you shell out, you'll receive an utter showstopper of a hand cannon, which possesses a base attack of 200 at all three ranges, meaning it's quite literally the perfect weapon. It might have taken you an age to get here, but you'll be putting down enemies in mere seconds with the ultimate weapon. Number 4. Devil's Arms Tales of Symphonia Now what the hell is this then? These are likely the words that fell from your lips upon picking up any of the Devil's Arms in the stonkingly fun Tales of Symphonia title. As while each of these weapons carries cool names like Heart of Chaos or Soul Eater, they also come with a rather shocking damage output, that being precisely zero. Now, the last time I checked, weapons are supposed to do damage to enemies, so what use is an item that has all the threat of a warm bubble bath? Well, it's here that the truly devilish detail of these devil arms comes to light, as the attack power increases with each enemy you kill, meaning that if you begin a murderous rampage, you're soon to see the power of these weapons jump up. Now, to be very clear, these weapons will still absolutely suck come the end of your first and maybe even second playthrough, but on your third trip around the sun, assuming you're even up for it at that point, you will be one-shotting most enemies and even some bosses, which makes the game a hilariously trivial experience. Number 3. Broken Straight Sword Dark Souls When you've got a game utterly littered with iconic and legendary 
legendary weapons, it can be very hard to stand out from the pack. However, seeing as the game in question is Dark Souls, a franchise known for utterly trolling players, of course one of its best weapons starts out as objectively the worst item in the game. Seriously, a dung pie has more potential than the broken straight sword, and yet with a ton of item investment, blood, sweat, and very, very salty tears, one can turn this blunt letter opener into the Great Sword of Artorias. Now, as with any discovery made in Dark Souls, this was likely stumbled upon by some absolute masochist clearly trying to do a run using this pitiful piece of metal, who, after levelling up the sword to plus ten and clearly ignoring the braying laughter from their friends, took the sword and infused it with the soul of Sif, turning it into a monster-cleaving beatstick. Now, while not being the strongest weapon in the game, what makes the greatsword so special is the fact that it deals magic damage in addition to its physical, meaning it can obliterate spirits and also has a launcher with its strong attack and also scales with faith, which is fairly rare in this game, making it a true blessing for those that want to add a bit of punch to their prayers. The only drawback is that you'll most definitely have to kill Sif. Bless him. Number 2. Magikarp, the Pokemon franchise. Oh boy, Peter's going to be on my case with this one. Now I say this because while a Pokemon isn't a weapon in the sense that most people would expect, by definition, weapon means a thing designed or used for inflicting bodily harm or physical damage, which Pokemon definitely do at the behest of their trainers. Or at least, in the case of Magikarp, try to do, but utterly fail at. We all remember the abject feeling of horror when we chucked Magikarp out into battle to see what our newly gained Pokepal could do, only to effectively watch it gasp for oxygen and flop about the place, before likely being kicked in the eye by its opponent, and likely for first-time players, this was enough to relegate Magikarp to its ball forevermore. However, for those that stuck with this rather pathetic-looking creature by having it open their battles and switching it out for somebody actually capable of fighting back, their patience was eventually rewarded with something that was as cool as the bloody Squirtle Squad's sunglasses. I'm talking about the big bad aquatic lad known as Gyarados, a monster of a creature that gained access to not only a decent set of stats, but also the incredible Hyper Beam, which could and would one-shot opponents. Talk about going from a zero to a bloody hero. And number one, the M1911s. Call of Duty Black Ops 2 Zombies. So the zombie apocalypse has just hit the Call of Duty franchise. Whoops. And things are starting to look very Gateshead on a Friday night, which I can definitely say because I live there. So I ask you, what weapon are you going to grab to protect yourself with? Now, obviously there's going to be a less than polite cue for the good old trusty shotgun as its reputation as a zombie pacemaker is pretty unrivaled. And of course, you've got the M16 and the overtly ludicrous ray gun just waiting in the wings to cause chaos, and as such it's very likely that you're going to ditch your starting weapon, the M1911, really bloody quickly in the quest for more firepower. Well, more fool you if you did this, my friend, because it turns out that this little pea shooter can turn into an utter powerhouse with just one trip to the pack-a-punch vending machine. Now true, every weapon gets a significant boost from these machines, but I ask you, do they all split into two separate guns that reload in half the speed, fire insanely quickly, and also, yes, did I forget this, shoot exploding bullets? Almost as a reward for perseverance, the M1911s that you unlock are utter murder makers and are capable of clearing screens and breezing you through waves as you cover yourself in gore to the chorus of your own laughter. It is good times all around. And there we go my friends, those were seven terrible video game weapons that became ultimate weapons. I hope that you enjoyed that and please let me know what you thought about it down in the comments section below. As always I've been Jules, you can go follow me over on Twitter at RetroJ with a zero, or you can swing by Live and Let's Dice where I do all of my streaming outside of work and it'd be great to see you over there. As always, I've been Jules. You have been awesome. Never forget that. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.